Guten Saken, and welcome to Pondering Putan with Ajishio Taro and Hachimitsu Boy. I am Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve. Uh, as always, we are reading through Eiji Nonaka's manga, Krumwardi High School, and our chapter for today is chapter 18, which is titled Blade Runner's High. Uh, I wonder what this really one enjoyed is the pun to, on the, this. the title. <laughs> are we both doing the same bit? Uh, yeah, we are. We are. Um, I was just going to go in straight. There's no humor today on, on Pondering Putan. Yeah. Um, I was just going to go in straight with my opinion that I really enjoyed this pun, um, in the, in the title for the, for the chapter. Yeah. I, I like that there's, uh, multiple meanings here cause there, there's like runners high, right. As like. Right the the phenomena like the high that you get when you when you exercise to such a level um that you kind of get this like rush of endorphins and everything um yeah when when your body thinks that it's dying yeah um but then also obviously the blade runner the reference to the movie wait 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 i tell me more about this movie <laughs> so um it's basically is this, rela- is this related to blade runner 2049 which we saw yeah, together in theaters yeah. yes yes it is um so the the original one is basically just a neo-noir like it's it's just a noir movie that's like made in sort of the neo-noir period um but the cars like hover and mm-hmm. uh some of the people that the main characters like hunting down are robots but that seemed, you know, appear to be human and he might be a robot or a human. Uh, there's like a little bit of like a, a sci-fi bit there, but for the most part, like most of the experience of watching it is uh, it's a noir, but uh, the gun is cool and the cars hover. So it sounds amazing. Yeah, it's great. It sounds really good. There's some incredible it? shots of stairs with uh, just like, the the most intense lighting over them which you know me i'm a fan of stairs in movies um and just the the lighting on it uh on the stairs like you you get so much of the uh there's like some shots too where like fans are turning and it's like changing the lighting in the room casting shadows uh really good but yeah it was was directed peak noir yeah it was directed by uh ridley scott are are you familiar with him Mm mm-hmm uh, so he also did uh, another movie oh, he did that Kingdom we actually of talked about. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, the one yeah. I was going to say that we talked about previously on this podcast. That's like his other Kingdom big of movie. Heaven. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that's where I know him from. Yeah, he also did Alien, which. Eh. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, he also did. He also did Black Rain, which is kind of like Blade Runner in that he's like basically just doing a genre, except he's just doing a Yakuza movie with uh, Black Rain, but it's mm-hmm. slightly weirder because, um, you know, obviously noir is like an American uh, style of film. Um, I mean, the the term like film noir comes from France because this, this grouping of uh, stuff that was happening in the like American studio system... Um, really got brought together by French critics who, who like developed it and, and 
identify these like cohesive uh, themes and styles and images um, and sort of defined it as a genre. But at the time that when it was happening, it wasn't like really a defined genre in this way. Um, but, you know, does um, Blade, Blade, he's, he's, this, a, uh... he, he's like a, a English, but he's like a Western filmmaker uh, making like a, an American film uh, genre sort of thing with Blade Runner. Uh, whereas when he then does Black Rain, he's like specifically taking from uh, Japanese cinema. So it's a little bit thornier there. Um, but uh, mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to this Blade Runner movie. Mm. Does it have any uh, good monologues in it? Yeah, there actually is one. Um, it was improv Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Which is yeah. part of what makes it like um, extra incredible to people. I guess. Wow. Um, Yeah, it just feels like the kind of movie that have, like, multiple good monologues. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's a few, but there's, like, there's, like, the monologue, right? Like, there's some other stuff that people might uh, point at as being, like, oh, this was a a good moment, too. But, uh, honestly, there's a lot of... um, I feel like there's a fair amount of silence as well, especially if you watch... So, there's multiple versions of this. Uh, and if you watch the like director's cut ones, uh, they took out the, the, um, what do you call it? Why am I, why am I drawing a blank on the term? Voiceover narration. Mm, yeah. Um, by, uh, are you familiar with Harrison Ford? Mm-mm. Um, he, I, I'm kind of surprised by that because Harrison Ford has been, um, in a lot of films, uh, some extremely huge iconic roles that I think like uh, everyone would just identify uh, with him. So, um, you know, was he, um, is that the guy who's in uh, ghostwriter? You know, he might be, I don't, I don't actually remember. You know, the ghostwriter. No, 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 no. The guy's, he's a skeleton, but he's on fire. Uh, no, no. Uh, I think he's got a motorcycle. No, no. I, I, I think one of, yeah, that's my favorite movie. Um, I think one of his most iconic roles, honestly, might be, uh, Alexei Vostrakov from K-19, The Widowmaker. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the one about the, um, the plane, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it's not a plane. It's like a spaceship. Yeah. It's like a, um, it's like a, uh, a Latvian spaceship and, um, they, uh, there's like an, there's like an alien and it starts laying eggs in people. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw the, um, I saw the trailer for that, but I never really watched it. Yeah. I think um, the the other one that like I think everyone just associates with him is Ali Fox in the Mosquito Coast. You know that movie. Oh, mm. Connor. So you're you're always talking about uh, Jimmy Hollywood, right? Just like one of your favorite movies of all time. Yeah. So yeah, that um yeah yeah. So he's technically not credited in it, but he does appear as himself, like as a cameo. So you might remember him from that. Uh, is that the, is that the part that's in Hollywood or the part that's in, um, uh, Kimchatka? Cause there's like two main settings in that movie, right? Um, 
This is the one with Joe Pesci. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So which part is it? Is it the part that's set in Kamchatka, or it's the part? It the part with, it's the part with Joe Pesci, and it's yeah in Hollywood. Okay. And Christian I, Slater, I, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that part is cool. Um. Yeah, I like the part where they, uh, where they uh, witness the, um, the first uh, Russo-Japanese <laughs> war. In that movie, that was. That's kind of my favorite part. Connor, are are you aware that Jimmy Hollywood is a real movie and not one that I made up? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm talking. I'm talking about the historical, this historical (laughs) epic, Jimmy Hollywood. Yeah. Um, It skips through time. uh, And there's one part that is set in Kamchatka (laughs) where they witness the the Russo-Japanese war. Okay, but, but seriously, were you aware that there was a real movie called Jimmy Hollywood? Starring Joe Pesci and Christian Slater. Uh, oh, Jimmy Hollywood. No, yeah. no, I don't. I don't know that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that movie about? Um, so <laughs> it sounds pretty good, though. So you're not gonna believe it. Uh, but so so Joe Pesci plays a guy named Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Who who lives? Okay, he's, he's a I'm failing. So far, yeah, he's a failing actor living in Hollywood. Okay, and it, his career is kind of going nowhere, and then he hangs out with his uh, sort of druggy best friend William, played by by Christian Slater. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, and then they they like do like a. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it sounds kind of like the um, the Ghost Rider sequel. So uh, they form a mock vil- vigilante group. That videotapes criminals uh, and turns it over to the police, um, and then he he tries to use this to get like free publicity. Um, but yeah. then I don't even remember how the like weird it ends in a standoff. But I don't remember exactly how they get to that because he is like he is like. Well, you can't have a Joe Pesci film without a standoff. I know, but like he's like videotaping criminals and giving them to the police, and I don't remember how you get from that to the police start like chasing after him, and then there's a tense standoff that takes place at the Egyptian theater. I don't remember how you get from he's he's sending footage of criminals to the police to then the police want to shoot him. Other than just the, mm. po- the police suck. But it's been so long since I've seen this movie that I remember the standoff and I remember him giving tapes to the police and I don't know how you get from one point to the other point. And I'm checking well, the Wikipedia page now and it just says that he turns them over to the police, enjoys fl- uh, free publici- publicity anonymously, but eventually the police begin to close in on him. Wow, that you should really flag that <laughs> synopsis is not detailed enough. <laughs> That needs some work. Um, well, I mean, probably because he like isn't getting the proper permits to to film all all over um, all over Kamchatka. Yeah, you really need to make sure you do your paperwork there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go watch this um, this Blade Runner movie. It sounds kind of sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. 
Um, especially um, after I didn't realize that there was that there was a sequel to Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Um, actually, Blade Runner twenty forty nine is the sequel to Blade Runner. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Whoa. Okay. You've seen Harrison wow. Ford in something. So do you remember in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, where Ryan Gosling uh, goes and meets a sad old man? who he kind of thinks is his dad and then helps him out for a while. Uh, yeah, I remember that. So that old man is Harrison Ford playing his character from the original film. That old man is Harrison Ford. Yeah. In the original film, he was not that much of an old man, but he is an old man now. I, I thought that was Lawrence of Arabia. No, Lawrence of Arabia is another movie, Connor. <laughs> no, Lawrence of Arabia is like one of the greatest actors in history. He was in Star Wars and and a bunch of other stuff. He was Han Solo. Is that not So I'm gonna have to go on IMDb and in a so, minute. So I'm gonna have to get the straightened out. So Lawrence in the film Lawrence of Arabia is played by an actor named Peter O'Toole. No, there's there's the movie Lawrence of Arabia. I understand yeah. that. I've seen that. Yeah. Directed by David Lean, starring Peter O'Toole. But there's the actor Lawrence of Arabia who was in Star Wars. And uh, that- the 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 man Thomas Edward Lawrence, a.k.a. Lawrence of Arabia. The historical figure. I know he's also, yeah, but that's like, that's a different guy, though. Whatever, whatever. (laughs) We're not going to agree on this. It's okay. We'll Um, just, we'll just agree to disagree. I'm going to go on IMDb and we're going to get this all straightened out. Okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, Also, um, just like administrative business. I feel like it, I, I felt really bad last week when we did Glyph Catchers that I wanted to uh, post our Pokemon in the Discord for people to see because I feel like that episode really wouldn't have been funny if unless they were able to see the, the Pokemon. So I, if people go to the episode description for last week's episode, now this might be an issue um, if you are going depending on your podcast app, because I think some stuff do actually hide the, the like, they disable the hot links. But I did do, like, hot links that went to the images for our teams. Okay, awesome. So I put the names of the teams. Um, by the time that people are listening to this, even if they're listening to this in the Patreon feed, they can go check out, uh, if you go to exportodd.io slash Um... I think, let me see if this will get, if this will get people there. Uh, yeah. So if you go there and then I think if you click website, you'll get this not very well designed, uh, website. That's basically just the RSS feed, but you can click on the one for chapter 17, go there and all of the hot links will work in that version. Even if it's not pulling incorrectly into your podcast app, because your podcast app is choosing to remove the, the hot links. Nice. Um, Perfect. So that is the Um, way to find them. Even if you were listening to this in a podcast app, 
that uh, removed those links for you. Um, I think also in the, so on co-host, um, Autumn has been doing roundup posts of like, uh, end of the week, here's all the podcasts that were released on Export Audio this week. Um, and I think for that one, I don't think they linked to all of the, the images that we did, but they did link to some of them. So people can also find some of them there, but. Awesome. Um, okay. I'm glad that I'm glad they're out there and accessible. Yeah. Um, people <laughs> should write in and, and say what, um what your favorite is or what team you think would win. Um, yeah. If you want us to make a Pokemon for you, like you mean, like oh, either yeah. like, like of you or just like for you, like when we think you like, yeah. just write in and ask like, yeah, I, I'll do that anytime. We'll Ghost do, Divers that. We'll do pod, it together. Ghostdiverspod at gmail.com. Um, send us an email again want to rate our teams uh if you want to comment on your favorite little guy from our teams um or if you want a custom pokemon just for you um i i think uh we we will answer them on the podcast but i will send you an email with a link to your guy as well Mm -hmm. so yeah but we'll talk about our thought process we'll dedicate like a whole if we have multiple especially we'll just have like an episode of of Pouton where we just talk about like our creative process and yeah. Why we made the decisions we did. Um, um so the other thing I was going to say, unless you, unless you add something that, unless you want to talk about Pokemon again. No, I was going to say, uh, one, I haven't played that much more Pokemon because, um, I've been busy doing holiday things as well as reading a different manga uh nana because we're going to do that for the question or for the Mm -hmm. uh new year special for for ghost divers i'm actually behind where i want to be so it's gonna be like a main focus for me for the next couple weeks um but uh yeah so um what was i gonna no, so I've reading another manga that's not. Yeah, I, I haven't played much more of Pokemon Violet as a result. Um, I do see people posting about it and uh, I went from being like, oh, Tinkaton, that's a fun guy. Uh, like that Pokemon seems really cute uh, to now people just keep posting about Tinkaton and has just like driven that Pokemon into the ditch for me. I don't care about it anymore. I'm like tired of it and it's just it's weird how much the internet has ruined me on like a single pokemon but anyway (laughs) oh god i'm Um, so glad that i don't that i don't go online and i can just like come to hate these pokemon on my own terms yeah um well i was gonna say just like gradually develop my own hatred for the game and all of the pokemon in it yeah like on on my own time just by playing it um but so i was gonna say is we uh what like two episodes back now we talked a lot about Gundam um mm-hmm. yes and I I've made some progress on Gundam not like too much more that I I feel like I need to share that I haven't talked about various places Are you still in Double Zeta yeah I'm still in okay. Double Zeta I'm moving through it. I still haven't gotten to moon moon, but I think I'm close, but people keep talking to me about moon moon, but also in like very oblique ways where I think it's the name of a colony, but I still don't moon moon could be a character. I don't know, Uh Uh, (laughs) but I'm excited to get to moon moon because people keep talking about moon moon and being like, you are going to like moon moon. Well, you Um, also have, you also have Pluto. Yeah. Uh, Um, yeah. 
Clue and Clue Two. Yeah, um, so yeah, those not, ones. Out I, of the... I know those are characters, and I know that they're coming. Um, okay, I know so a little bit more yet. about them. I I I love the uh, the Cubley. Is it the Cubley or the Quebley? I think it's the Cubley. Yeah, the, people yeah, say Cubley. Um, I I really like the Cubley's design. Um, I found a really cool uh image that is uh Cubley that's like uh a f- like fox spirit Cubley. Uh, it's the most that I've ever thought about. How do I get into like custom? kits like bashing stuff so that mm. i can like make a, a model of this but anyway uh it's a great How design to take you to buy that after you saw it um i mean i i have I, seconds i haven't bought a, a cubely uh like gunplay kit yet but i probably will um but i know that like part of it is that uh I know that there are special kits for for Pla and Pla Two because they have like custom Cubleys, um, and the the Pla one I think is easier to get than the Pla Two, which is like only appears as like a limited edition thing sometimes, because mm. um, it's just different in like color injection for the same kit because they're clones or whatever. Um, again, this is what I know about Pla. I still know basically nothing about Moon Moon, so. Um, but anyway, we we were talking about Gundam, uh, and so I was like, I want a funny bit to, like, this whole episode is us talking about Gundam, so I I pulled the the episode description for the very first episode of the Great Gundam Project, and I like edited it to be the episode description for that episode, um, and there's this thing of. A line in there that's about Amuro and like just because you're good at machines doesn't mean that you're good at like killing with them or whatever. And so I wanted to turn that around and I thought it would be very funny to make it Mekazawa and about like Mekazawa and how Mekazawa is not good at machines, but then is uh-huh. still good at uh like messing up those life. Well, if I specifically moved it into like uh beating up those like fools at uh Bass High or whatever. Um, yeah. but anyway, all of this to say, I did that joke because doing Mechazawa was not good at machines to, to parallel the Amuro is good at machines was such a funny joke that I had to do it. But when that episode released, people who were reading along with us and don't know Kamari High School still didn't know who Mechazawa was. And now we're at the, the chapters with Mechazawa and we're still not talking about Mechazawa. And I just want to say I love Mechazawa. <laughs> yeah, I was actually... Before we just talked for like five minutes, mm-hmm. I was actually going to just be like, because we did Pokemon last time, we did Glyph Catchers, we didn't talk about Chapter 17, which is where Mechazawa was introduced, and Chapter 18 is like a continuation of, it's more Mechazawa. Yeah. So I actually wanted to like introduce this, but you, a, you, you did it already, so this yeah. is, that's great. And a, and a, a like a very uh, vague view of the future. Next chapter is not Mechazawa, but then we're going to get another Mechazawa dedicated chapter. So we're going to get the like threes, but there's like one that's going to break it up. And so next time it's not going to be Mechazawa, but then we'll be back again. Um, so what did you think of these two um, chapters? Like when Mechazawa finally comes in in the manga? Um, I... One thing that was interesting reading it this time is uh, I liked these chapters, but this is the first time that I've been reading the Cromartie High School manga and 
uh, feeling like that part of my love of Mekazawa comes from the voice, the show and the voice. Cause they, they do yeah. a different font for Mekazawa in here. I don't actually know what it looks like in the Japanese, but I'm assuming they do something as well there. That's probably part of what they're localizing is like they're changing up the font. Um, but the font for it suggests like a, it suggests this robot voice, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like the font in the book suggests that sort of robot voice. An important thing to know about Mekazawa when you're reading this, that's like me having watched the show first and then reading the manga because I I loved the show a lot and there's just more of it in the manga, um, is that Mekazawa is voiced by Wakamoto Norio, who's a a very significant voice actor. Uh, He has this very distinctive uh, voice. He's also like, I think just a, he might be like an actor in general. Um, I know he's been in some films as well. But like, uh, you know, he's the Count in Rose of Versailles. I think um, in he's a like lot vicious of, in Cowboy Bebop, right? Yes, he's he's vicious in Cowboy Bebop. I think um, one of the the big ones that, and I feel like actually gets evoked to some degree in uh, Cromartie High School as well is uh, he is Dracula in at least Symphony of the Night. I think in a number of uh, Castlevania games, uh, but like I know in Symphony of the Night, he's Dracula. Um, yeah, he, he voices like a number of, uh, he has this very distinctive voice and, and voices a number of like iconic characters that I think that that voice helps like, uh, you know, provide some character to, um, I guess, or like helps define that character, uh, Mm -hmm. on, on, um, Ghost Divers, we did Bacchano. He did, he voiced, uh, Gustav on that actually. Um, I'm trying to look uh, if there's like other ones that we've done on ghost divers. Um, but, and, and part of it is that, uh, he, he's doing like basically two voices for Mekazawa, which is that he has this like very somber, but like smooth, uh, kind of cool voice that he's using normally. Um, and then there's these moments that we see like in this one where he like suddenly has this like outburst. Uh, and it's usually like this outburst of like, you know, I'm going to be like, you idiot and, and hit someone, but it's because like they're like, street. yeah, I'm like setting like you a straight. scolding. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you, when he really gets that, like, uh, I was associate cause I watched so much like Yakuza movie stuff. I was associated as like this very Yakuza way of speaking with like the, the rah, like rolled R's and everything. Like, you mm-hmm. know, the, the, the pronoun that's going to be used most often when you hear this voice is like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he just like the way that he like uh, the character will just like snap between those two voices is so much of the humor of it, um, and is so much of my love of this character. So reading in the manga, I'm like reading it in that voice and like hearing the the quality of Mekazawa from the show. Uh, but there is a certain like this is the first time where I'm like, oh, this show is like so much of why I I love this character because the chapters right here aren't notably that much better or different than some of the previous ones. Um, It's a lot of the same, like this might just be a failure of like reading on my part, just not, Mm. not noticing or appreciating, but I feel like it's a lot of the same um, like content in terms of like the setups and the jokes in a way that 
sometimes is not the case with the manga where like sometimes the manga is different or has more like content that is not um that's like adding to the humor or like creating humor it's on its own mm. um that wasn't tra- like translated to the show already um whereas here i just felt like oh, okay yeah that this it felt very familiar but you just don't have that like uh that vividness that you get from Mikazawa actually being voiced. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do think there's still some, some great, uh, jokes in here. I think this is some of the, the best where you like turn the page and there's something funny. Uh, so this is one of just like, you know, Oh, we saw a gorilla that like there's Freddy gorilla. What's next in Neanderthal turn the page. And it's just this robot sitting there. Um, and then you also get the page turn from, uh, you know, they rely on him to him hitting someone being like, you freaking moron. Didn't I tell you to stay away from drugs? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hitting yeah. Sugawara or whatever. Um, and then really using the final turn page for the punchline both times. Uh, you know, just giving you like a full page for the final page. Um, mm. I feel like this is one where like I associate this. You turn the page and something is drastically changed in a funny way with Cromartie high school. And we've gotten a little bit of it, but I feel like this is like solidifying it a little bit more. Um, One of the things that's really funny looking at it now, like flipping through backwards, like through chapter 17, and 18 mm-hmm. is just like taking the wide view and looking at how many times this like same panel of like, um, I, th- I think it's Hayashida and um, Kamiyama yeah. is like how many times this panel is like coming up over and over again. Yeah. Uh, just in and of itself is just like viscerally funny. <laughs> and it's also something that like this show is going to play on. Thank you for joining us today. Next time we'll be reading chapter 19 from volume one. You can find the full schedule at xwareaw.io slash Pluton schedule. If you have questions for us, send them to at ghost or send them to ghostservicepod at gmail.com. Uh, listen to earlier in the episode. We gave you good prompts. Uh, you can get early access to episodes of this podcast from many others by becoming a $1 patron of the network at xwareaw.io and listen a week before the public feeds. Or for $5, you get exclusive access to Pop Down Funk, a weekly podcast where Autumn and Nora roll around and phone go pop and have to watch something from that media franchise. $5 will also get you an exclusive monthly bonus episode of export audios no longer newest podcast they already did a new podcast so the copy i wrote no longer applies coffee and comic books it's no longer the newest because autumn and nora just launched pardon my franchise where they watch through a movie franchise and it's specifically one of those where you're like wait they made seven of these or whatever you know the it's not like star wars you know that they made a lot of star wars like that librarian movie probably i don't know what that librarian (laughs) movie is but sure (laughs) you'll find out um going on imdb after this and they were planning to start with starship troopers which they they might do still uh but they they fell into doing george romero's of the dead series uh i think just because autumn wanted to watch night of the living dead because uh, they haven't seen it before. That movie's fucking great. Um, but I, I think they're just going to focus on the ones that Romero worked on uh, because there's this weird like copyright issue that happened where uh, Night of the Living Dead is just in the public domain already. Uh, and so there's been tons of movies like using that name or, or, you know, spinning off from it in various ways. But anyway... Uh, 
if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. Oh, by the way, um, the part of my franchise is going to be uh, in a free feed and then also early for for one dollar patrons. Anyway, if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. They can find the free feed at exportaudio slash Puton or by searching Pondering Puton on their podcast of choice. If you like listening to us talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, which you can find at exportaudio slash Ghost Divers or by searching Ghost Divers on your podcast app of choice. You can find the show at Ponder Puton on Twitter or just at Puton on co-host. You can find me at Foxwomnia on Twitter and co-host where you can check my pinned tweet or my pinned chost to find links to all of my podcasts. Where can people find you, Connor? Y'all can find me at Rabelais, R-E-B-B-L-E-A-S, on Twitter and co-host. And our opening theme is Ningen Nante by Yoshida Takaro, and taking us out today is Runner's High by The Pillows. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. <laughs> <laughs>